Welcome to the Daniel Muggleton podcast. My name is Daniel Muggleton. I'm the guy. Uh, welcome to episode two. We're about to have a chat to my friend, Tim Doyle. Uh, he's not a comedian. You might not be familiar with the name. He's, in fact, uh, a CEO. A CEO of Eucalyptus is the name of the company. It's an Australian startup. Uh, it's got a bunch of other companies associated with it. We've got, we got some dick pills. We've got some female skincare. We've got some male skincare. We've got some sex toys, a company called Normal. Uh, we've, there's some other stuff as well. There's a lot of companies, all right? There's a lot of stuff going on in there. Online pharmaceuticals is the game. Now, before you think, holy shit, this, this podcast has gotten corporate quite quickly, uh, relax. Uh, he's, he's a mate of mine and I thought it was a unique, a unique opportunity to talk to him because what I wanted to talk to him about was Elon Musk buying Twitter, becoming the CEO of Twitter, privatizing Twitter as a company. Uh, I don't know if you know, comedians have used Twitter, uh, a lot. Comedians kind of owe a lot to Twitter in a weird and perverse way. Uh, while it destroys our mental health, it also allows us to promote shows, chuck jokes out there into the ether, you know, gain gain notoriety. Like every every form of social media we use in order to sell tickets, in order to help you guys discover us because let's face it, no one's had access to free-to-air TV since 2017. Uh, anyway, so I thought getting a comedian on to talk about Twitter <laughs> to talk about the Twitter purchase would just be uh, echoing of my voice. You know, that wouldn't be a very interesting perspective, but he's bought it. There's been a lot made of the fact that he bought it. There was a lot of drama in like him attempting to buy it, attempting to back out of the deal. And then his conduct since he's taken over Twitter, like, you know, reinstating Donald Trump and Kanye, kind of saying that comedy is now legal on Twitter, like this kind of very, at least obvious attempt to get the, get the MAGA, American people on board, the freedom of speech warriors, uh, the, the, the cancel culture phobes, like all those people. He's trying to court them. There's been the huge issues with uh, the $8 a month verification that everybody kind of turned into a huge joke. Uh, and it's been amazing that he bought the exact Coliseum uh, in which this all took place. So he's just there commenting on the company he bought through the company he bought and that being shared by every other news organization in the world. And I thought, is he really trying to turn Twitter around? Is this trying to be like a good thing? Or is this guy just like, well, fuck it. I bought this company. I didn't want it. I'm going to burn it all to the ground. Uh, but yeah, so I thought, you know, let's get a CEO on. How many people have access to a CEO of a successful company? Not quite as successful as Twitter, but, you know, just to, just to bend his ear. And I really think um, even if you guys aren't necessarily on Twitter, I know Australia typically uh, an incredibly low Twitter usage compared to a lot of places in the world. Um, even if you're not familiar with the platform, even if you don't really care that much about Elon Musk, even if you can't afford a Tesla or really love diesel, uh, I think you'll find this chat interesting because... Tim just kind of broke it down for me. Like, as, as you'll see, as you'll hear, uh, I probably could have done a bit more research going in in terms of figuring out what to ask him. But uh, he just really broke down what Elon is doing, why he's doing it, and what he thinks the result will be. Because, you know, it's been a month at the moment since he bought it and privatized it. 
Uh, and then, you know, I reckon it'll be even more interesting to have this conversation uh, with Tim in a year. Because Tim, Tim is like a unique friendship of mine. Um, because, you know, when you, when you work in comedy, you don't get to really associate with too many people who have normal jobs. And I know calling someone the CEO of one of Australia's fastest growing startups, a normal job is a bit weird. But um, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting to hear his perspective on things because he just operates in this world. And whereas we might not, you know, understand, like we, we all access it. I think that's the interesting thing about social media. We all kind of access it we all kind of utilize it, whether for professional or personal purposes, but we don't really get much of a look behind the curtain because that's the point. Like they try and keep a huge distance between them and you, the people who run these companies. Um, because as I found out, when your advertising get banned, you're fucking pissed off and you want to yell at someone. And I'm one guy doing some comedy shows in Australia. Imagine if there was a hotline you could call for every single person who got cut off by Facebook advertising around the world it'd be crazy it'd be absolute chaos so the people who run it there is a bit of a distance so there's not that transparency uh that you get with a lot of other businesses you know if you go to barbecues galore and buy a shit weber you can go back in with the shit weber and call the person who works behind the counter a cunt you can do it it's probably it's not really their fault you know i, don't, I think it's probably unreasonable behavior but you know when you interact with social media at least for me professionally on a daily basis across multiple platforms um being mates with tim and having him explain it to me and explain kind of how it's utilized and what they're trying to do from their end because hint hint uh they're not exactly worried about us they're trying to turn it into a profitable business uh the social network came out ages ago they're doing ads cunt that's what they're doing uh, so anyway I thought it'd be very interesting uh, to talk to Tim, and it was. So, if you guys are at all fascinated by why Elon Musk bought Twitter, what he's trying to do with Twitter, why is he personally behaving like he's behaving, kind of occupying the news cycle, Tim breaks it down. And I know it's a bit of a long chat, but I really... I tried to cut it. I just thought everything was interesting to me and let's be honest if you're listening to this podcast you're gonna have to take my word for it (laughs) that's all i can do i'm putting this thing out i think it's interesting so i hope you think it's interesting too let's get verticoli to take us straight to my chat with tim doyle ceo of eucalyptus and elon musk explainer Wait, there's like heaps of... Are you telling me there are other podcasts covering Elon Musk? No, there's podcasts that, in, that feature Elon Musk. Like he's on it. He's the, he's the main guy on it. You can get him? Yeah, I think what it's actually I, pretty easy. What am I talking to you for? Yeah, no idea. In, fa- in fairness, like out of all the people in the world, I got to say, I hear from Elon Musk like eight times a day. Like he's up there with my dad's email chains now. Yeah, it feels like there's something going on with the way that the algorithm is working to get his tweets in front of you. Who, imagine what it could be. <laughs> Man, who could, who could possibly have the influence to do something like that? Um, Tim, we, I should address you by name, you know, we're, we're pals. Sure. 
Let's don't be like that. Don't don't <laughs> yeah, no, we are, we are. don't don't come to this podcast with the energy of a guy who's like being dragged in. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm here willingly. Yeah, in my in my house, which you've been to before. Yeah, exactly, many times. Yeah, exactly, and it's good. It's nice, and we're, and we're kind of dressed the same. I feel a bit weird about that because you do you think you're like peak startup outfit? Like, are you would yeah, you consider absolutely. yourself in that mode? I'm I'm one of the very few startup people that has five different brand shirts to wear all the time. So that's I would, true. I would rotate with them through them every day. Is it, is it kind of like the days of the week underwear, like Monday, Tuesday, like Monday's pilot day, Tuesday software day. Yeah, Wednesday Wednesday's normal. kin. Yeah, Thursday kin. Friday, Friday ugh, juniper hat maybe. No. Juniper hat. No, is no. juniper a new one? I don't even know juniper now. Yeah, juniper is the menopause and weight loss one. Menopause and weight loss. Yeah. I think I got an email about the weight loss one. Yeah, probably the pilot weight loss one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It was it was the male weight loss one as opposed to the female weight loss one. Same drug. You're targeting. Is it same? Yeah, same drug. Man, equality, good Different stuff. Different services, yeah. You love to see it. Um, yeah, so you're you're a CEO. This is this is why it's fun to talk to you about this because I don't know. I mean, I assume you know quite a few CEOs. Yeah, uh, a lot actually. It's like a bit of a weird social circle. Is that like you guys just kind of hang out? Yeah, complain about the same things. I thought it was more like an eyes wide shut thing. There's like a macaw, cocaine, you know, yeah. all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, if only. Oh no, it's not. It is. It, in fairness, you have kind of shattered the illusion that being a CEO is sick. Yeah. Like me interacting with you and being like, you want to get lunch? And you're like, here's my day. And it's just a back-to-back -back series of meetings where people complain about things. Yeah. And, and, and you. Day. I should complain about you as well. Yeah. I'm, well, yeah. I'm just, I'm getting a lot of complaints at the moment, which is fun. Really? Yeah. What are, what are they complaining about? Uh, I think like through 2021, everything was roses. And then, you know. Are you talking to me during the period of like unprecedented economic growth? Yeah. Yeah. When all the startups. Free. <laughs> yeah, you know. With 1% one, 1 interest rates. Yeah. Everyone was having a pretty good time. Yeah. There's computer everywhere. Fuck. And now the uh, the dollar sign balloon is uh, in yeah, it's deflated. 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 <laughs> Only 30% deflated, but certainly <laughs> that's enough, you know, when you're selling erectile dysfunction medication. Oh man. Imagine deflation being an issue with erectile dysfunction. Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, what a joy it is. But yeah. So, you're just to give people some context where we're mates because you used to work at koala yes and you were doing marketing at koala koala the australian mattress company correct and then we have a mutual friend Lyndon, who's the yep. reason i made it through law school because he had terrific notes yeah that i could then memorize the day of the exam and then forget forever i feel like there's a generation of people who benefited from that dude they're, they're, apparently because it was just he was we we're at a wedding together on the weekend he went to uni and someone was like are you Lyndon goddard can i get a photo like yeah. his notes are still famous. This is ten years. Yeah, literally ten years since we graduated. Yeah, isn't there a, isn't there a phrasing where it's like to have a beer with God is to is use, that a thing? Use, use Lyndon's notes because <laughs> yeah. he was very protective of these notes. And then he wrote a couple of law textbooks and sold four copies. Four copies. Well, I got a banned from Facebook advertising. Remember? That's true. He's he's one of the perpetual bans, whereas I was just a temporary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost a couple of ad accounts. So he lost the whole business profile. Yeah, and, and all of his potential book sales. Oh my goodness! Well, look, it's sad. Uh, it's sad they're not flying off the shelves. I recommended. He did all right. Yeah, there's a BuzzFeed list of a hundred greatest cases in Australian law. You yeah. can promo it here. The first. <laughs> this is the listenership that Lyndon's looking for. Yeah, exactly. Law students at the start when they're still optimistic enough to be like, I'll buy that. Yeah. Well, Even though it's not required. We want to get twenty percent up in sales with one more copy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We could we could really fucking take this thing to the moon. Exactly. That's is that still the destination? Like I know that last year going to the moon was kind of not staying alive now. Staying alive. Yeah. Just as a company. Yeah. Just as a going concern, you know. Is that like because a few of them have gone under? I was going to talk to you about that, but I, I really want to get to Elon, Elon, and Twitter. But yeah, it seems like a lot of startups are going under in Australia. But un unbelievably, Milk Run continues to live. 
Yeah, I think they're the best in that category. So um, you're kidding me. Yeah, I think milk run yeah, like the fucking the children riding bicycles who look like they recently milked something. Yeah, they're the they're the startup that's going to make it. Uh, they might do. They outlasted Deliveroo. I thought Deliveroo was like the bring me the food. It's raining company. Yeah, I mean, and I think the drivers got a little bit sick of that. Really? Yeah, I think that's what happened, right? They couldn't keep the driver workforce up, and Australia has labor laws. Australia has labor laws. Yeah, one I, of the, one of the think, few countries. I didn't think they were subject to it. I'll be honest no, with I you. No, I think there was an increasing pressure on them. <laughs> I thought delivery drivers were like somewhere below like the farm workers for the visa. Like it was just somewhere in this netherworld. Of yeah, like, for a long time they were, and it was it, delivery was like Sydney was one of the most profitable cities in the world, and then that kind of fell apart. Really? Yeah. Just the inaccessibility of Sydney finally paying off yeah. for anyone but the riders. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's sick. You've never, have you ever just been like, hey, I'm Tim, and someone's like, hi, I'm I'm Dave, I ride for Deliveroo? No, never. Never. No. Where do they keep them? In uh, the Qatar fan villages, yeah, obviously. Yeah. obviously. Yeah, maybe, that's, maybe that's linked to the Deliveroo downfall. <laughs> Look, this World Cup is very... Oh, remember I sent that I sent that video earlier of the like English fucking northern guy yeah. with the shake and like the lion just back there being like we got some beers boys whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah fuck it's gonna be such a fun month it's uh brought influences going to Qatar a whole different <laughs> meaning <laughs> dude it's gonna be very fun anyway let's get into it you're a CEO most people don't get to talk to a CEO I do I probably bother you more than I should. Yeah, I would agree. Because <laughs> for anyone who's been bothered by my Facebook advertising, which probably a lot of you listening to this have, that is all Tim. That is Tim having taught me how to do this. Yeah. At a point when I didn't have any acceptable videos of me doing comedy and when Facebook advertising was still just this inescapable prison. Yeah. Whereas now they've kind of given you guys more rights and now yeah. it's more difficult for me to sell shit. Yeah, I mean, and also the exi- existence of TikTok makes it a little bit more... Uh, I mean, it's probably a little bit easier to sell stuff. TikTok's easier to sell stuff? I think it's getting easier. I mean, like, you're you obviously giving up uh, your, your long-term access to privacy, but... Uh, TikTok, they're going to keep it? I, I'd imagine so. I'd, I'd rather my data with Zuck. With Zuck, okay. Zuck, Zuck versus G, the, the ultimate battle. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. will win? Yeah. The universe, the metaverse. There's a lot of levels. I, I think, gonna I be think like metaverse wins. Metaverse I'm, I'm wins? Metaverse. Man, I know like some other rich dude I know is, uh, he's like heavy in the metaverse. He's like, he reckons that's where the cash is going to be. The, like the strongest argument I've heard for it is that like, it's not going to be for the people who have experiences that are in the top 5% of experiences, but there's the other 95% of things that will be better in the metaverse. Right. So just like... The median experience gets better. Like the the northern English guy petting the lion in Qatar. You'll be now able to do that. In the metaverse. Yeah. Everyone will be able to do that. Not just him. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. happened to be in the right place <laughs> yeah. at the right time. Yeah, asking for a there. Newcastle brand ale. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, that's the best the metaverse has been explained to me thus far. I guess because like the metaverse, like what? Like almost 100% of the metaverse is like that top for 5% of experiences. Like nobody's getting a parking fine in the metaverse. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's like only... Okay. Um, Elon Musk. Yes. He's bought Twitter. He has. He's privatized it. It's been a month. I feel like this is a good monthly check-in. And I think you're a great person to talk to because not only are you a CEO, you're also the only person I know on Twitter who isn't a comedian. (laughs) So you're the only person who I'm just not seeing sad attempts at jokes from. I'm still doing sad attempts at jokes. Are you? Yeah, but they're only for a niche startup (laughs) audience. (laughs) Yeah. So like if if you have a, what's your Twitter handle? So if they want to follow Uh, you. Underscore Tim Doyle. Underscore Tim Doyle. If you want niche venture capital related content. D-O-Y-L-E. There you go. So yeah, because like Tim's like putting tweets out there talking about, I'll tell you something about VCs. Yeah. Which not, not the Viet Cong. 
yeah, complaining about the sources of money, which that feels like short-sighted on my behalf. But um, but yeah, people seem to like it. Yeah. I see this like this. You're following. I've got this real issue. If you have more followers than me, I'm going to be incredibly upset. Uh, on where, where are we at? I'm at, I'm at 2,300. I think I'm, I think I'm low threes. Maybe yeah. maybe pushing three and a half. But well, I will genuinely that's something to aspire to. <laughs> I would be furious if there are more people that want to hear you mouth off about other people giving you money yeah. than hear me be like, man, Westfield's weird, huh? You ever been to a new one? Where's the muffin break? <laughs> yeah, I mean... This you, is hot content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would under, I would be surprised as well. <laughs> but it's, it's upsetting because you're growing and I'm kind of stagnating. These, these, are the, these are the things that I take around day to day. When you're in back-to-back meetings, yeah, well, I'm I mean, like, has Tim got more than fucking me on Twitter now? Maybe your, maybe your business is growing faster than mine. Oh, look, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll get into that. Eucalyptus probably outstripping me. A- AFRs had nothing to do with me so far. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't a matter think, of time. <laughs> has a comedian ever been on a young rich list? Surely not. No one in it. Oh, entertainment, maybe, maybe an actor. I reckon Jim Jeffries might have been on there. No, under 40 though, for real? Yeah, was he under 40 now? No. No, he'd be just over. No, I reckon he would have been. Really? Yeah. How much, what do you got to qualify for the young rich list? 30 million bucks. 30 mil? Yeah. I don't think Jim's got 30 mil. It's not, yeah, Maybe. But like you don't say you got these other you got this fake money that's like you know it's kind of out there in the ether whereas yeah, Jim's yeah. like getting ticket sale cash yeah and like a yeah. house and shit you know like it's all Ben Simmons is on there so you know that's, Ben Simmons is on there he's got real money but I guess in a weird way do you think he's like do you think the startup sector is currently outperforming Ben Simmons I think you'd have to even <laughs> with the current I mean it's a similar narrative it's a similar <laughs> character arc. Yeah, the timeline of like when he was peaking, you guys are peaking, now yeah, he's yeah, down. Yeah. I was a number one draft pick as well. Pick as well. Dude, LSU, it was, a big, it was a big unit. Elon Musk bought Twitter a month ago. He did. It was hyped for a long time. The purchase. Yes. yes. Did yes. you did you think when it first started, you're like, he's actually going to do this? Or did you think it was just him kind of clowning? Because like, I, I just need you to understand, I, my access to this kind of world is through the TV so Succession. Yes. Like that's what I'm kind of dealing yeah, with. Yeah, I think, I, I think, I did think he was going to do it. I think like uh, at a certain point, access to media is something that a lot of billionaires want. I think like mm. uh, Bezos bought the Amazon, uh, the, the Washington Post, right? Um, so yeah, okay. it feels not identical, but not too dissimilar in some ways. Okay. So like Bezos buys the Washington Post, old media. Mm. Elon Musk buys Twitter, new media. And it, it kind of speaks to how they build their brands, right? Yeah, sure. Books. One of the funniest stories about Elon Musk, I reckon, is um, there was a whole lot of whistleblower complaints coming out about uh, the cars, about sure. the Teslas. And so Tesla released a whistle. Um, and so the <laughs> SEO results were, the top SEO results were the Tesla whistle, not the Tesla whistleblower. No shit. Yeah. Just to fuck with the SEO. Uh, yeah, just to, to bury this story. Can you still buy a Tesla whistle? I don't know. You can des- you can still buy a flamethrower from Tesla. Yeah, that's how much. I don't know. Did you think about it? Uh, I think it'd be one of those things that would be uniquely unpopular in my circles. <laughs> that's true. It's very. There's not many circles where flamethrowers are very popular. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Just like some people, are like dude, it's fucking too. He's got the flamethrower. It's sick. Yeah, it's like a flamethrower. It's like the reverse jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exact. Exact same vibe. Okay. I, look, at the end of this, I'm going to look up if we could buy a Tesla whistle. I'm going to talk the unfortunate listeners through it. It's going to be great. Um, so you thought he was going to buy it just to control the narrative more around Tesla or just like in general, billionaires have this thing? Because I like I noticed 
that you were going better professionally because you started listening to podcasts about the universe mm. and the galaxy. Mm. And you were like, isn't it interesting? And I'm like, you just want to go to Mars, cunt. Like, yeah, no, now I'm like listening to podcasts about balance sheets. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, things have changed. Yeah. We had a good run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's kind of... My interest in the universe has gone to zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's like uh, it's the space where no one can hear you default. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. What a time. Um, but yeah, so... Why, why does a billionaire want to control media in that sense? Is it just as simple as they're like a vain person, they're a public person now and they want some kind of purchase on that? Or I think at some point, like, like and this is, this is one of a number of theories, but I think like, you know, being historically uncool uh, and you're like, <laughs> what's, the, what's the fastest way into the nightclub? Buy a table. Sure. Oh, this is buying a table. That's interesting. I was like, buy the nightclub. Yeah, just I mean, buy it is the buy the thing. nightclub, right? Yeah, if you've got the money, I guess so. Okay. And like, do, do you think, because I mean... Just the just the quick. If anyone hasn't been kind of vaguely following the Twitter thing with Elon Musk, like, and I assume a lot of people haven't, because I'm on there as kind of like a weird observer. Like, do you like Twitter? I don't think I've ever liked it. I do like it. You like it? Yeah, I get all, I get most of my information from it. Well, that was one of the first things that Elon Musk kind of tweeted out. He, he brought in the kitchen sink to the office, which sure, great. Yeah. Then. He said that uh, comedy is now legal. I saw that on Twitter. Thank you, thank you so much. It was it was tough uh, during the prohibition comedy yeah, era. I, I noticed trying to sneak three it in, getting three and a half thousand followers up. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sneak my jokes in bowling balls into yeah. New York dive bars. Yeah, it was a whole vibe. But then he said that he wants it to become the number one news source. Yeah, that's kind of what he saw Twitter for. Yeah, I like I don't think that one really works for me because it's like it's like it's it feels like this weird libertarian element that a lot of silicon valley has where it's like free speech mm. should be the thing and it's like well until we actually have to do the policing of it and then that's extremely hard and then like mm. I, I think the funny example of this is donald trump's back but alex jones isn't um, sure and it's like well which one's free speech <laughs> so as, as like elon actually said no alex jones no alex jones um right but yes we did, the, we did the poll for Trump. Yeah. But like surely that's like, you know, the magician's p choice kind of poll. Like yeah, he knew which absolutely. way it was well, going. Well, it went 52-48. So I mean, but like where did the bots go? You know, he was so worried about the bots <laughs> to begin with. He's like, is the Twitter bot thing as real as everyone kind of assumes it is? Uh, I mean, I think it's a problem, but it was a way out of the deal, right? Like I think there was a lot of posturing and bluster around doing the deal originally. And then the deal became real. And then the markets turned around the same time. And then it was like, can I get out of this deal? And then now a lot of the action is, uh, can I get this business to a place where I don't lose all of my $40 billion? Okay, because you bought it for $44 billion, and then apparently it's cost, it costs a billion a month. Yeah, that sounds I think reasonable. like the loan or something. That's, that's what I read. I mean, it's, it, it could cost a billion a month to run. Like, that wouldn't be surprising. Yeah, and he's like got rid of a lot of staff now. So yeah. you think he's like actively kind of in good faith trying to turn it into a profitable... Yeah, business. absolutely. I, I like. I think, um, or at the very least, a, a business that is an, an enormous cash dumpster fire. Okay. Because um, a lot of it is like a lot of his borrowing to uh, buy it was collateralized, but collateralized with uh, Tesla shares, which have also dropped. And so mm. there's like a non-zero risk to his whole wealth attached to this thing. And so um, he does have to get it to a better place, definitely. So what, like, so if Twitter goes properly down, like hardcore. Yeah, crashes to earth. That could actually fuck yeah, Tesla like, from kind of the ground up. Uh, I wouldn't say like completely, but certainly substantially. Like uh, Tesla's dropped a, a lot in the last three months as well, so um, there is there is some risk there. But like, so this just seems 
like such a he was going to space. Yeah. He was he was building the electric cars. People were fucking in him. Some of them were like speeding off instead of parking. Like you know, people were forgetting about the cat fucking. He was doing great. Yeah. I mean, yes, he was. And now he's kind of shone this light on himself. Like, you know, just that harsh, like that that hotel elevator light. Yeah. Like just that level of brightness that makes everything look bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's decided that voluntarily. I mean, he used to tweet ridiculously before that, right? He just decided to turn up the, the velocity on that a little bit. Interesting. And like, I just, I think I just don't get like, because I, I get what you're saying that like now that he's bought it, now that he's kind of, because was he stuck? Could he have got out of that deal? No, they, no, nah, he, he lost the court case. I was in the process of losing the court case. Yeah. Right. So he was just kind of like, I'm trying to get out. This is a problem. Yeah. And then, well, shit. All American corporate cases tend to be done in Delaware. And there's like a okay. very stringent set of laws around Delaware companies. And uh, he was never winning that case. Interesting. Delaware. Yeah. That's where all this all gets settled. All companies are registered, basically. Is that just tax, like one of those US tax things? No, it's things? not a tax thing. It's a, it's a like protection of, it's just where all of the state-based legislation, state-based laws for company setup are in the US. Right. Weird quirk of their system. So it's like for their protection, they set up in Delaware, essentially, yeah. to be yeah. governed by these kind of universal Delaware. Yeah. Corporations laws. Right. Okay. So he's going to lose that. So then he's in. Yeah. And you think now he's just trying to make it profitable. But uh, by engaging with it, like, do you think like he oh, kind of yeah. sees that personal engagement, like any kind of scumbag influencer, I think like, like just look, be out there? There's there's, like, there's two parts to it. I think like there's one which is the vanity is still part of what he's doing there, um, and like you know getting that to scale is, is yeah something that's in, he's enjoying clearly. Um, and yes. the second part is like if I were to be one of the highest profile people on Twitter and I also own Twitter, I would tweet a lot. Sure, just have to because you've got to get like let's call it like. The problems of Twitter. So the first is, can you get daily active users up? Um, okay. So can you get people using the platform? Because currently we got 420,000 daily users. That okay. seems like a small number. According to The Guardian. <laughs> that's no way. That, that's, what, that, that's what it said. It'd Four, be in the hundreds of millions. It said 420,000. That'd be in like Sydney alone. <laughs> Dude, 420,000 per like people tweet per day. I, I, I got the stat. I looked we, at the we, stat. We've sold more people Viagra than that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, every every dick's got to get hard. It's not 420,000. I would say it's like 100 million active users a day. Like, this is people tweeting per day, I think. More than more than 230 million. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> Absolutely misread that 100%. 230 million tweet daily, 420,000 have a blue tick. <laughs> yes, I have Incorrect a blue statistic. Tick. I was looking at that being like, that seems low. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it I mean, does... <laughs> That definitely seemed low, but like that does kind of speak to the thing in my head where I'm like, I don't really know anyone on Twitter who isn't kind of professionally using the platform. Yeah. Whereas like with Instagram, like, you know, I see people like, you know, putting up family photos, the dog, the breakfast, whatever. Like, whereas Twitter, it's like yourself, other comedians. I see like journos I know yeah, on there. Journos. Like it's, it seems like this kind of, you know, scumbag LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's. It, I mean, LinkedIn is the scumbag LinkedIn. Well, I have never been lucky enough <laughs> yeah. to experience the well, joys of LinkedIn posting. that's one of the posting. true privileges of your, <laughs> of your choice of work. Thank you very much. I thought it was like, you know, doing this at like 10 p.m. And yeah, this, like, also hey, good. this is a work day. Yeah, perfect. I love that you're fucking on my schedule. This is, this is very nice. I guess now that I've seen the 
day length spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. This is like, you're like, Dan, I've got 10 p.m. What do you got? Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> My one free time a day. Yeah, well, thank you so much for choosing to spend it with us. Um, so, yeah, 230 million users. Like, it, do you reckon that's up? Do you reckon that's down or where I it think was? it's up. Like, I think it's significantly. I think, like, like, look, it's the same drivers of engagement that have been the drivers of engagement for the New York Times, right? Which is like, when big events and stories are happening, mm. um, the Trump presidency being the best one for the New York Times, sure. uh, engagement with the platform goes up. And so the first problem to solve is kind of how high can you get engagement? And if he makes Twitter the most interesting news story of the day, then engagement's up. So you reckon that's kind of, you know, the Trump poll. Let's like, call that number one, engagement yeah, up. Engagement up. Number two. This is how to diagnose, this is how to fix Twitter. This yeah. is what you would do. I'm, yeah, I mean, Tim like, Doyle as Twitter CEO. I'm shaping the problem so other people can try and solve it. E- Elon, Elon Musk is in a coma. Yeah. He just kept fucking. He's got too many kids. He passed out. It was too much. He kept forgetting their names. Yeah, and, and it's, been, it's been handed to me. Yeah. Uh, so engagement up. Yeah, I mean, if he's, I mean, his comatose state probably makes it harder for him to tweet. Although you're probably tweeting on his behalf in that scenario. Yeah, you'd have like a little little doppelganger Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do it. I'd yeah. be happy to. Yeah. I they could hear about the Westfield. You're first signed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Musk, oh, I found myself in Australia. The Westfield here is weird. They're all the same, but so different. Still nothing. Perfect. I thought that was a great observation. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm just trying to think through the last time I walked through a Westfield. Because I had to go to Westfield Miranda, whereas oh, like my local gross. Westfield is like, you know, Burwood, I guess, still. You, your local would have been Bondi, right? Uh, is there a Westfield? In, no, Broadway. Broadway. That's yeah. your. That, that's not a Westfield, isn't it? No, nah, it's just a, it's just Broadway. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Dude, that's hundred percent true. <laughs> All right, I'll, look, I'll I might have been it. wrong by the amount of Twitter users <laughs> per day by a factor you've been of to a lot of Westfields. <laughs> <laughs> a factor of almost shit, like a hundred? No, fifty. I think it's time. I was fifty. No, I think you I was one thousand. <laughs> shit, maths is not my thing. Uh, especially quick maths on this. I'm gonna figure that out later. But no, Broadway is just Broadway. I need okay. I need you to know that's okay. true. Um, but yeah, I just I went to Miranda Westfield and I used to build Westfield. Like, you know, it's like those ones that have the the car parks either side of the Westfield and like the middle. Yep. But like the food court is always the same. The in sport is always there. Yep. And the muffin break is never in the food court. Why? It's where you eat. Thing, there must be a decision by muffin break. You reckon? Like coffee is coffee is something you get outside of the food court. Right. You want to catch them before they hit the food court. Yeah. Because then they got options. Whereas muffin break, it's like, well, I guess I get a muffin. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the store next door kind of theory where like multiple stores of the same type open next to each other. Is that a thing? Yeah. Only if you're comparative, right? If you're the second store there and there's a big icon store, like a Nike store, mm. you want to be, if you're going to be ASICs, you want to be, or runners, athletes foot, you want to be next door. So when people are dissatisfied with the offerings of Nike, they're like, oh, fuck it. Let's can check get, out. Let's uh, check ASICs. Can I get a ASICs shoe cheaper? Yeah. Okay. And... All right, so we've got engagement up. Yep. <laughs> Elon's still in the coma. Engagement up. We're tweeting yep. on his behalf. That's sick. Yep. So problem number two is monetization. So as anyone who's ever used Twitter would know that sponsored tweets are a disaster. Are they? Um, I've never bothered. Uh, I've never to buy, buy one. I've never bought one either, actually. But I know that the the ones I see in my feed and the platform itself are disgusting. And and so you're you're basically, he's done the change to verification. Eight bucks a month. Yeah. So he wanted I, to monetize no that more, easily. No more ad uh, oh, I mean, like a less of a focus on ad revenue generally uh, mm-hmm. and subs- shift to subscription. Because like, be I know this because of you and because of my battles with, mm. with Facebook banning me for using the word white in my show titles. Yeah, well, and you did that three times in a row. So, yeah. at the, you know, third time, whose fault is it? Um, how the whitey have fallen coming to comedy <laughs> festivals in 2023. Fuck off, Tim. Uh, I'll fight my battle. I'm not in a coma. Elon is. Um, yeah, Facebook makes pretty much all their revenue off advertising. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like ninety eight percent or something. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, a little bit of game monetization, and that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. So Twitter, that was never. They were never good at that. Okay, so they were never kind of profitable in that way. No, and people always complained about why they never got the ad product any good. Okay, and then Elon's come in, 
and being like, how about we do it this simply eight bucks for a tick? Yeah, it's faster, right? If you can get um, a million, no, what do you have to get of the of the 250 million daily actives? If you can get 10 million of them on uh, $8 a month, you've got $80 million of revenue a month. That math I can do. 80 million sounds good. Yeah. I like that one. Okay. And that's kind of so getting a part of your wave, you think. But that obviously backfired immediately Yeah. because people are people. And that's why there's a boat called Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. And so they verified... They also built it really badly and they verified the wrong people, yeah. Well, I mean, I like the... Personally, I love the uh, pharmaceutical. What is it? Eli Lilly. Eli Lilly, yeah. yeah. 50, like $50 billion of market cap. $50 billion. Has yeah, it rebounded? That, uh, surely. Yeah, surely. Surely that's one of those ones where it's like... Ugh. Crazy how much algorithmic trading there is in the world, though. You reckon that was that? Just purely yeah, yeah, yeah. just the... What's that thing called? I've watched billions, but that's all uh, I got on it. High frequency trading? No, the the quants, quantitative... Yeah, I mean, they're parts of the same school of trading, but yeah. See, I don't know. I... I you know, my interactions with the stock yeah, market. Insulin Tim. is free. Oh yeah, you still read it. Um I was I was on the I was on the ASX bets. Yeah, <laughs> I was giving it a go. I don't even look at that one anymore. You're big into lithium, aren't you? I was mate, huge into lithium. I was I was on the next one. Uh, vanadium. Uh, wow. Is the next lithium. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, just God, it's just it's so funny. Like I love Do you like I don't know, you maybe you have this happen to you less than me. Like I love being tricked. You know, like I just heard everybody's making money in the stock market. COVID's happening. I can't gig. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then you just buy in and then other people make money and you don't. You're like, ah, it's how the did same. This, how do they get me this time? It's the same as always. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it like is. ticketing inside and outside fees. Those fucking cunts. Yeah. That's um, a big story in the US at the moment as well. Ticketmaster. The and Monopoly. Nation, yeah. Yeah. They should never be allowed to merge. The Swifties. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if Taylor Swift got that done. Brought down to Ticketmaster and... Uh, Live Nation. And that record label. But anyway, we're fixing Twitter here. Elon's still in a coma. Yeah. So monetization. So fix the ad platform. Instead of fixing the ad platform, they switch to subscription. Let's see how that goes. You know, it's a lot of people have to go blue tick. Um, so, and the great thing is you can wrap the idea of the blue tick up in the idea of free speech, which is allegedly the reason you did it in the first place. Sure. So it's like power to the people. It, it yeah. seems to be pushing that narrative very hard. Yeah. Hashtag citizen journalism and all that gra- all that garbage. Yes. Like he's using some Latin in there. It reminded me of Lennon and Goddard's law notes. Yeah. You know, unnecessary yeah, yeah. Latin. Yeah. You love e- to see it. Equally well understood. Yeah. So that's what he had in the Trump poll. Trump's back. Jones isn't. I mean, surely he's got like a good thing with Jones where it's like, hey, this guy's literally, you know, owing a billion dollars in damages for Sandy Hook victims for just making stuff up yeah. to the faces of the victims of a mass shooting. Yeah, you're literally the worst person in the world. <sighs> That's so hectic. Yeah. And like, it, was, it was to sell protein powder. No. Yeah, have you ever seen pictures of him shirtless selling protein powder? Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, that's his grift. Protein powder? Yeah. <sighs> it sells itself. He's like a real butch dude. And so he takes his shirt off on the show and says, this is how I got so ripped. Protein powder? Yeah. Have you thought about doing that? We sell a bit of protein powder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say for the Viagra pills. So I take your pants off and the thing is like, this is how I got so hard. Pilot. That would be the end of me. That would probably be the end of you. I don't think you can get away with that anymore, even in comedy. No, unfortunately not. Um, interesting. Okay. So the monetization. So it's like, fix the ad thing. That's hard. Why don't we do the verification thing? Two tier platform. Yeah. And then that's kind of bombed out pretty hard. And then the next one is the old tools for creators, you know? Monetize. Tools for creators. Yeah, because it's the third problem, right? Is uh, engagement up, monetization up, uh, people putting the best content on Twitter, which I know that you actively avoid. Yes, absolutely. It's the worst place to put anything. Yeah, but I see you screenshot a lot of tweets and then post them on Instagram. Dude, I'm going to put it out there. I think a lot of comedians use Twitter as the like 
almost like a Canva, like almost yeah. like a, hey, how do I make this joke look professional? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a framing service. It's like yeah, a framing yeah. service for your half-baked bit about Westfield. Yeah, and then you, uh, you Photoshop the engagement and then you post on Instagram and it looks like you've made a viral thing. I always Photoshop out the engagement because my Twitter engagement is fucking terrible. But well, there why you would go. You not, why would you not just put 100,000 100, retweets on there? Oh, I just, it, seems, it seems like a lie. Disingenuous? It seems like a lie. I'm not okay. trying to sell protein powder. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm happy could. to tell the truth. Yeah. Um, interesting. So, okay, so the tools for creators. Because, I mean, there was this other thing. Because I've been, I've been trying to read about it. Just being like, what is this guy doing? And like the the other one was videos, like doing like a almost subscription video service. Yeah. Well, really. Oh, yeah. There was talk of him making like an OnlyFans, right? Yeah, kind of like that. I think like OnlyFans is a great business. Um, it's probably one. Of, it's probably like the fifth most valuable social network. OnlyFans. Yeah. For real? Yeah, I'd go Facebook. I'd go Meta, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Uh, probably Snap and then OnlyFans. Have you ever used Snapchat? Uh, not recently. I don't think I ever... Because people still use it. it. Yeah, I mean, not adults. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like because, you know, I'm on TikTok and like all that shit, which seems like it's for children. Mm. But like... Less so now though. Yeah, like in my head Snapchat, just like whenever everyone was like, yeah, what's your Snapchat? I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't think you have a reason to send a disappearing message though. No, I mean, Signal. Yeah. But that's a different kind of disappearing message. Because, like, I got to say, I'm, like, floored by how many people just, like, on TikTok seem to be on OnlyFans. I'm revealing a lot about my algorithm here. But, yeah. like, just there's a lot of that. Sounds like your algorithm's broken. <laughs> Dude, I, I talk about it. I say, like, my algorithm is maybe the horniest thing I've ever seen in my life, despite never having liked or followed any of that. I think that's the default. Really? Just oh, the yeah. horny TikTok algorithm? Yeah, I think like it's kind of it's got like a Tumblr kind of vibe to it, right? Okay, because like there's there's also like horny Twitter, obviously. Yeah, Twitter's yeah, X-rated, absolutely. but like again, you don't really see that unless well, that's, that's like I think that's where the mon- part of the monetization might come, like actually lean into the the horniness. That makes sense. I mean, like that's what people seem to be. Are people willing to pay for that? I mean, I get the only OnlyFans I mean, thing, of course. OnlyFans, right? they must. But yeah, I guess so. I think they're just thinking like, hey, what if you took OnlyFans to a much, much, much bigger audience, and then. Because, like, like, it'd be one of the best monetized platforms that there is. Dollars per user would be enormous. Right. Whereas, like, Twitter's dollar per user would be nothing. Would it be, like, the worst one? Is it... W- would it have been... Yes. Yes, it's the worst one. Would it have been, like, the least valuable? Because, what, it cost him, like, $44 billion. What would he have bought Snapchat for? I think you could probably get Snapchat... At, I don't know what it is right now, but it, it, it's dropped 80 or 90% this year. So, I think you're probably looking about the same. Okay. And the other thing I was going to say, like, with, with the Elon thing... Is like he bought Twitter. Like it wasn't like a controlling stake. Uh, yes, it was a controlling stake. But then like he got rid of the whole board. Yep. But like what was the... Con- Do you know the percentage that he bought? Uh, I mean with the with his like partners on it, he would have bought 100% of it. That's what I mean, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay. So like he gets rid of the whole board and he becomes like... It's a private company again. Yep. And like he's like a one-man band. Mm-hmm. So does that mean he's answerable to less people? Yeah, to nobody. Yeah, like one of the reasons why you don't, companies don't go public is to protect their ability to do whatever they want. Because your your company is also private yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Is that like a, it will eventually become public? I or? think like if you can get to a point of consistent performance and profitability and all those type of things, then um, it's best to be in the public markets at that point, yeah. Okay, because then there's more capital coming in. Yeah, and you just have the ability to do more stuff faster and it also produces like a level of discipline in the business, which I think most people aspire to. 
because of that kind of shareholder feedback loop yeah yeah and like duty to them as well right yeah, yeah you're, you're answerable to your shareholders if you tank the value but the flip side of that is true right if you want to um if we decided tomorrow that eucalyptus needed to launch a rocket yeah um eucalyptus could do that without any immediate impact to its valuation because nobody can sell their shares uh-huh. Um, but if you're in the public markets and we announced that to the public markets that we were building a rocket, a lot of people would sell tomorrow because they'd be like, what does selling skincare have to do with selling a ro- uh, to building a rocket? But think about how many people would buy because uh, these guys are building rockets. See? Yeah, you. They're going to they're <laughs> well, gonna, gonna get my dick working real good. Yeah, and, um, ASX bets. <laughs> all the boys, I'll tell them. Yeah. I'll get them in. It's all uh, ASX bets. It was a great time. It was a fun time being, yeah. being really into yeah, like... And you could liquidate your super fund. <laughs> what super fund, Tim? Yeah. I'm in the arts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, just like, it was funny because it was the, the company I was real big on. Did I tell you about it at the time? It was IHL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Iconex like healthcare. And it was like, I think it was basically mushrooms for sleep apnea. <laughs> that was it. Like magic mushrooms for sleep apnea. I mean, there's a lot of mush- magic mushrooms for everything. Yeah. There's a lot of that, right? Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like we learn that coke can get rust off a of bumper. Yeah. You're like, yeah, they can do that this too. Can solve everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I was that and like, that and ketamine seems to be the other big one. Really? Yeah. Coming, coming along as a medical treatment. Who would, who would have thought my formative high school years were actually important research? I think yeah. most of my friends got happier. You can't really, you know, argue with the results. Yeah. I mean, real world samples of what people are after. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. The, the, it's gone so bad, Tim. IHL, no good. No uh, good, I tell you. Who would have thought? Uh, well, Who would have thought the world wasn't ready? On to the next one. They were going to be listed on the NASDAQ. They told me. And ASX bets. Really? In, Heading yeah. to the NASDAQ. That's a big deal. Um, I think I think my favorite thing about that is I mainly got my information from a guy. I think his name was Massive Punt. <laughs> that was like his username. What could have been the giveaway? <laughs> so I'm like, man, this guy, this guy gets it. You yeah, know, he's, is, he's he's aligning with my values. Yeah, this is some kind of like savant. You yeah, know? just some yeah. um, stock market savant. Okay, so those are the three things you're doing to Twitter. Yeah, Elon Musk in the coma, and then what happens if it doesn't? You know, because right now there's a lot of heat on. It's been a month. It's all kind of splashy and loud, and surely engagement's up. Like it must yeah, be massive, right, massively. Yeah, I think he's hitting record uh, users every couple of days, which is a positive. Yeah, and like, do you think? With bringing Trump back, he's like leaning into that red free speech. Uh, I think he's leading into who are the biggest creators on the platform and how do we get them making more stuff. And that was probably more right wing than Kanye himself, Donald Trump. You know, like a lot of the biggest accounts don't really post on Twitter. Like you're not getting Justin Bieber, you're not getting Taylor Swift. You know, they're not really freeform posting every 45 minutes like Kanye. They're just using it as like a promotional tool. Yeah, like and a very dry, out. like, you know, Instagram has surpassed it as the way that uh, people connect with their fans in most cases. Where, where people be real, not to be confused with, with be real. The platform known as be real. Have you downloaded it? Uh, yeah. Do you use it? No. I haven't downloaded it. I'm staying out. Yeah, it's like, it feels like a trend. But like, just what a, like, because, you know, you know me, like, I use all this stuff professionally, like, personally, I couldn't really give a fuck yeah. about social media. Yeah, it's fair. horrible. Yeah. Like that's that's like the one thing with Twitter that I find weird. Like, because I agree with you. Like, I don't like it as a mm. platform. But if something's happening, like if there's like an actual real world event. Yeah. Like if 9-11 happened tomorrow. It's capable of being the best of social media. Yeah. I reckon. Like like when when Trump got elected the first time in 2016, it was the high point of all social media. Why? Why was that? Well, it was it was happening so fast, and it was the joke of people completely taking the piss while also melting down, while also providing actual information about what was going on. Right. So you think the three things I wanted. <laughs> so, like you know, on a typical screen of Twitter, you're seeing five tweets. Yeah. One's news. 
two are jokes about the news and then one is actual Donald Trump gloating. You know? <laughs> the actual guy just speaking to you directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, this is what happened. I mean, I think it's going to be very fun for the Qatar World Cup. Yeah. I think like Twitter is going to be a real joy. Yeah. But like, I think... Sports Twitter is good. Like it, it's capable of... I know like, like when... I remember when uh, Steph Curry hit that three from like the pain against OKC to win that game that went like double overtime in the playoffs, I think. Mm. Um, and it was just glorious because it was just like a combination of the highlights, people making the highlights into better videos and then memes about the highlights of the better videos. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I find it hard to disagree with that. But at the same time, if you were like, hey, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, like choose two. Twitter's not making it. Well, but at the same time, Facebook and Instagram are both meta. Which ones do you reckon are more? Which one, if you had to rank that on like cultural relevance, what would the rankings be? Dude, I, don't, I genuinely don't know because like I feel maybe I'm just maybe it's just because like of our age. Like Facebook mm. kind of feels like the just staple. Yeah, like, kind of like the home phone. I'm trying to think of the last time I used my Facebook feed, like to look for something or for anything. Because, like, I get probably more views on Facebook than anything else. Yeah, because of Watch. They're good at that. They've, like, I mean, it's the best platform for creating. I mean, outside of Instagram, it's the best platform for. Yeah. Actually, TikTok's really good, too. Well, that's, yeah. Whereas, like, TikTok, I don't I don't scroll TikTok. Like, yeah. <laughs> like no way. It seems way. to be inconsistent with your horny profile. No, but just every now and then, it's just, you know, you just flick up, like, twice. Yeah, and then that's enough. And then you're like, oh, that's, again, okay. Yeah. Um, it's like guys and girls. I should point that out. Like lots of jack dudes as well. Yeah, that's good. I think I think my my TikTok knows Equal that I like to be a better chef. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't I don't know because like I kind of feel like YouTube is actually where if that's what I watch. Like if yeah. I was if I was to like, there's like some great sports kind of breakdowns on that. Yeah, to, to kind of go to why that isn't as big as the others from a advertising perspective, it's. Google own it, obviously. Mm. Um, and so they built the ad platform to reflect what they'd built in search. Um, so it didn't like, it was built around clicks and people obviously don't click on YouTube videos. So yeah. it took them a long time to figure out how to monetize watches, um, like an extended watch being more valuable than a click. Sure. Um, it took them, you know, 10 years to figure that out. And Facebook figured that out very quickly because it was always about scroll rather than ever, it was ever Keep really about scrolling. Yeah, it was never really about the click as much. Because, yeah, the keep, the keep scrolling thing is interesting. I mean, I definitely catch myself, like, just purely searching for that, like, dopamine hit of, like, Yeah, well, like, views, Instagram, like, abandoned the click, right? Like, Instagram fully went away and we're like, actually, we don't want you to click on things. We just want to hold you in this weird doom scroll. Right. And surely TikTok's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Instagram on steroids. Have you heard that thing with TikTok where it's, like, in China, there's, like, a, there's like a break every now and again? Is it? Whereas like TikTok with us, obviously just like video, 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 video. Mm. Apparently they're like, if you watch it for like, I don't know, five, 10, 15 minutes, there's like a screen that comes up being like, you've been watching you this for five, 10, 15 minutes. Just yeah. have a minute to think about what else you might want to do with your life. Maybe it's like a new, it's like a weaponized thing for the Chinese. Like we, we need to melt some Western brains. Have you not heard that? Come on, everyone's heard that. Yeah. I mean, from a data perspective, definitely. I don't know about like a... A, my, a brainwashing perspective. I thought it was like to distract us. Yeah, maybe. You know, just they, like... They'd already us, won that battle. Keep us looking at abs being yeah. like, ah. They didn't need to intervene there, I don't think. I shouldn't I shouldn't finish that nuclear subs deal. Look <laughs> yeah. at those abs. Yeah. Everything's fine. I wouldn't have picked this from you. Not like as in I knew what the fuck I was talking about. That's why I got you here. So you could talk. But like, I just didn't see Elon Musk as like a good faith owner of this new toy. I think he, he bought it out of 
like it was a it was a significant like it was a really poor decision to buy right like it was out of ego it was out of like hubris and it was out of a point in the market when capital was free yeah then he's acting like a rational ceo now that he owns it okay and you think like the kind of song and dance is just to drive up that and get like you know to mean that everybody's pointing things back towards twitter like you won't believe what elon's doing on twitter next yeah and then the cost base obviously reduction is the other thing that people talk about a lot because they're down 90 percent staff numbers wise yeah um but you know it was definitely bloated. Like, there's no doubt about that. Whether or not it's too th- too lean now, I would imagine he wouldn't have thought that, you know, 90% of people would leave. Um, but I, I'd imagine he had in his mind that, like, he wanted 30 to 30% of the people in the building to stick around. Um, particularly, is like, I'd imagine a lot of those people were involved with the ad side of the business. Mm. And if he doesn't view that as a future, then um, it makes sense to break those. Like, Twitter's one of the few platforms that doesn't sell advertising very well um, programmatically, which means kind of like, by user setup themselves. Yes. It relies a lot of like relationship-based sales. And that's so just like super inefficient. Programmatic is what I do, essentially. Yeah, like you can log into Facebook, Facebook. Here's my video. Here's my show date. Yeah, here's I've heard money. rumors that you actually get very frustrated that you can't speak to anyone from Facebook. Hey, they offer to call me now. That's good. It's changed. Things have changed, Tim. Moving they've up come, in the world. They've come back on board. No, I didn't know. I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been banned. Oh, no, I have. I was going to be like, I haven't been banned this year. I have. Yeah. Of course I have. Yeah. Um, I'll put the bloody show name in the poster again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't run that. Don't run that. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I got to talk to my graphic designer every time. Being like, so make the one with the show title because I like the show title, but then make me another one that I can use. Yeah, because I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah, I'm stubborn. But yeah. like, I mean, not to kind of go tangentially away from the, the Elon Musk buying Twitter, but like, when he was like, comedy is now legal on Twitter. Obviously, that's an absurd statement, but it's just like to appeal to that right-wing base and like blah, 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 get the engagement back in, prime him up for Donald Trump, whatever the fuck. But like the subtle censorship, like the death by a thousand cuts is actually the real thing. Like the fact that if you have swearing in your videos, yeah, like it is less likely to show them to people. Yeah, it's the idea that like they, this idea of shadow banning, right? Which is a, yeah. it's a like... In a very feed-based and algorithm-based system, shadow banning is an obvious thing that's obviously going to be a problem for people because you set up filters and you say, "Hey, if this has this, if this has this characteristic, don't let it spread beyond this many people." Yeah, it's a very easy way to set up content moderation. Yeah, and it's just it's not humans looking at it. No, of like course it's not, no. it's just you know this is the sound. I mean, I assume because I used to you know edit out swear words. I think I still do mostly, and like replace fucking with bloody. Ah, Australianism, Cute. so yeah. good, right? Nice. And it used to be fine by the look of it. Whereas like now, I notice such a massive difference yeah. between any video that's completely clean, like actually clean in the video, yeah, and then any video that getting, isn't. Yeah, and like you can like scratch out swearing if you really want to. But like even things like in the like captions, for yeah. example, like you notice people now being like dick instead of dick, D-I-C-K, D, like asterisk, Yeah, even that C-K. won't work, right? Because like, like you look at all the generative AI. So, you know, everybody's publishing these things where, um, you know, GTP3, where it can like write copy for you really effectively. It's like, where does that originally come from, right? It's, well, that one's from OpenAI, but like there are Facebook have their own versions of that. What do you think they actually use that for most of the time? Oh. To read all of the content on Facebook, so it's not it's not to you know sell sell bangles. Uh, surprisingly, surprisingly rarely. <laughs> so like, and then Mark Zuckerberg's big bangle business. <laughs> Mark's big bangles. Yeah, I like it. It's, a, it's his big shop in the metaverse. That's yeah. why he wants it. He's excited. Yeah. Um, but like, so wait, so they've made this kind of program as like a filter to like you know stop uh, lewd content getting through. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the use cases. They've right? flipped that to do what? Sorry, like just so like, I understand. Like generative AI, which is like the 
you know, the things that take in a source material. I think like the classic uh, joke format for it is the like I fed um, I fed a, an AI three hours worth of Trump speeches and this is what came out. Yeah, like the, the bot script. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, the actual version of that, right? Where it's like large language model reads a whole lot of stuff um, and then is able to produce stuff. Um, so there's the, the written versions and then there's the image versions as well. And those are always pretty impressive. Right. Like Dali 2, you know, the one that you can give it feedback, give it instructions and it makes images. Yes, yes, yes. That was like initially to generate like marketing material. Uh, it wasn't initially, it's initially like, it's just, a, it's just like large language models are where AI is at right now. Right. So you feed it a whole lot of information and it takes that information and summarizes it and produces something. And so the first versions of that were obviously text. Um, yeah. And then the second versions of that are now images. And then the third versions of that will be videos. Right. And like, they'll be able to, is this like that kind of deep fake thing? That they'll uh, be able to generate? I think more generative. Like I, th- I think the deep fakes thing will be part of it for sure. But I think there'll be more like original kind of style content that done out of it. So the images will be original as well. Oh, interesting. And so, yeah. So it's like that same thing. It's like you can feed all this stuff into this and it'll tell you, it'll make a little photo for you. Yeah. Or you could feed all that information to that and it'll be like, that's a bad video. Don't tell yeah. people. Yeah, that that D um, exclamation point CK is actually a euphemism, or not a euphemism, a representation of a, a swear word. Yeah, it's like even though you haven't used the actual letters, it's clearly still a signifier. Therefore, we and they're going to get more and more and more advanced. Yes, so you tricking the Facebook <laughs> screen the checkers will not last very long. Dude, I was gonna I was gonna spell white with an exclamation point next year. Fuck, yeah. it's all over. Can't something else. I had a good run, but. Is the reason they're doing that, is it as boring as advertising? Yeah. Like they, they want their platform to not be lewd because then there's the least chance of offending people, which will keep people on the platform longer, which will sell them more dick pills. Yeah, I think the, the classic one is like you can't sell sex toys on Facebook. And it's like, why? You can't sell sex toys on Facebook? No. Instagram? No. Twitter? Mm, probably. TikTok? No. YouTube? Pornhub. Yes. Okay. And w- just because sex will temp- they want to have children on the platform? Uh, yeah, I just think like people have a, you know, they, 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 so the thing about the transition from the internet being the internet to Facebook being a large part of the internet was that it kind of cleaned up a lot. You know, the, the pre-Facebook internet, there was a lot of sex and weight loss pills being sold everywhere. So are you, are you telling us we kind of agreed to the social contract? Yeah, with Facebook. Up, yeah, you know, it was, a, it was a pretty news feed in exchange for yeah. no sex toys. It's like, hey man, no pop-ups. Guess what? No, no sex, sex toys. toys either. You don't get to come. Unfortunately not. But, you know, you get to buy as many protein powders as you want. That's all fine. I don't think, I don't know Alex Jones on Facebook either. Yeah, he kind of got banned from everything. I mean, not a bad thing. Yeah. Like that, sound, that sounds quite reasonable. Yeah, logical endpoint of the free speech thing though, right? Got to moderate some things. So like, do you... You know, as someone who obviously uses these social medias as like your primary tool mm-hmm. in which to sell things, because mm-hmm. I mean, as someone who's been banned from Facebook, I don't know if you've tried to sell things not using these central marketing tools. It's, yeah, it's fucking pretty wild, impossible. Eh? Yeah, it's wild. When that happened to me the first time and I genuinely was like, what now? <laughs> it, it's a pretty terrifying yeah. thing. Like people don't know. Like Facebook, you were off for a long time, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Few, like, you know, six months maybe. Yeah. Like Facebook owns Instagram. So that's all gone. Facebook and Instagram's all gone. Yeah. And then Google is kind of like clicks for searches or you could chuck little videos on YouTube. Yeah. But it's not quite the same like as to try to come and see a comedy show in no. your town that month. Yeah. It's hard to do the targeting as well. 
Yeah, and then like you're going on Reddit and you're like, do I want those freaks from ASX Bets coming to my comedy <laughs> show? Particularly after you've been providing them dodgy stock tips for the year before. <laughs> no, fucking massive pun. He's got the cash as you come through. TikTok, I guess now is at least an interesting competitor. Yeah. Like that. that is a thing. Because I genuinely got there and I was like, I don't know where to go. Like I was, do you, do you pay for like print? Appetite, like you're kidding. No, me. nobody, no, no one does that. Yeah, and it's just, it's a lot of power. Yeah, and it's like a funny thing to think about it in that way with Elon Musk essentially just buying a seat at that table. Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, Zuckerberg, whatever you think of him, it was his idea. Mm. I'm just kidding. It was those, it was those twins. It was yeah, the, the goddamn yeah, twins the idea. Yeah, the Bitcoin guys. Yeah, it was, it was uh, David Finch's idea. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin <laughs> fleshed it out, and here we are now. But like. Yeah, it was his idea and he's kind of grown with it. And I feel like surely if you're in that position, you would have kind of learnt yeah, I mean, a level of responsibility. Maybe that's being idealistic, but... I think like, there's a lot of funny arguments at the moment being like, surely if you can build an electric car and a rocket, then you can build a website. And it's like, come on. Like social media is a little bit more complex than a website. And also like the challenges of it aren't engineering challenges. They are like content moderation challenges and engagement challenges that are fundamentally different. I think this is a problem I have with engineers generally is uh, maybe I'll backtrack. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like the in, they built the internet and so therefore they decide how the internet works. And it's like, yeah. well, that's not really how it should be. Why are you governing social interactions? Most of you can't do them. Sure. Like for the same reason that the engineers in real life, like the mechanical engineers aren't then like, well, this is what the laws will be. Yeah. It's like, nah, dude, stick to buttresses. Like yeah. you're good with that. We yeah. like you with wood and metal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, this is ethical. You the pipes of the internet, but don't, maybe, maybe just because you built a rocket doesn't mean you govern what, what content should be allowed and not. Yeah. I mean, you got to assume the cat fucking content on Twitter going up. Have you heard this thing about yeah. the cat fucking? No. Apparently Elon Musk fucked the cat. <laughs> and he's had to like come out at several times and be like, I didn't fuck the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like a real cat fucker thing to say. Yeah, it's hard. When, once that's out, it's very hard to like. You, you're never killing that rumor, dude. Like David Cameron with the pig. Yeah. Like, as soon as it's out, it's like it's true forever. He's a pig fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic lies coming from that pig fucker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that brought him down. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was. <laughs> Brexit wasn't a vote about the European Union. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, do you approve of pig fucking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a poll on pig fucking. <laughs> The answer was a resounding no. Elon Musk, if you're listening to this, forget the Donald Trump thing. Is David Cameron a pig fucker? Yeah, pull it up now. Pull it up. And if if, the, if they agree that he is, he's got to fuck the pig again. <laughs> yeah, and he's not allowed back on Twitter. Let's, <laughs> let's stipulate on this thing. Let's use Twitter for its worst possible purpose. Yeah, to, to put it in a Twitter spaces. That's the, the live Twitter. Is that yeah. is that live Twitter? Yeah, you know they had Clubhouse for a while? But yeah, there's Spotify live as well. Is that? Is that like, as someone who, you know, has a lot of products himself... Um, through your company, like, what is the deal with like, <laughs> what's the deal? Sorry, that was just so <laughs> fucking Seinfeld that it was embarrassing. Like, what's the deal with like TikTok creating this Reels thing, essentially yeah. creating Reels? Now I'm calling it Reels. It's not. It's TikTok. Yeah. And then everything else, like Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts, like it's just copying yeah. the exact same idea, but what the code is. Yeah, new content formats are really important. I think the best way to think about this is. Um, remember Snapchat stories, like the first yeah. version of stories. And that was Instagram. Instagram just ate it. Um, so like the thing is, is like content seems to get like shorter and more ephemeral over time. Yes. Right? And so agree. as that happens, uh, if someone beats you to a shorter, more ephemeral format that people like, you got to get there quickly. Otherwise you lose all the engagement. And also because 
the more a short form and ephemeral content is, the more of it people will get into their feed. And so the more ad load you can put on them. Sure, because of a video of 60 seconds. Then you're like probably you're getting one or two ads in there at max, where if you've got 10 six-second videos, you're probably able to get four ads. Totally. Because just like you're swiping up two videos, one ad, two videos, one ad, yeah, as exactly. opposed to like a 10-minute video, you've got three ads and you're like, wow, there's so many fucking ads. Yeah. I mean, I find that pretty incredible with the internet where it's like, it was this thing where it's like, man, no more ads. How great's that? And now like there's a fucking ad in between Uber where you hit pick me up and where the thing said fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. like a little billboard there now. Everywhere, everywhere that you can get it. Anywhere. Do you, do you have like any ethical stuff about that? Like no, the, the copying of ideas, A. Yeah. And then the, when are we going to start advertising on the back of their eyelids, B? Yeah, it's postmodernism, baby. Is that it? <laughs> I, I think like the, um, do I think about the copying stuff? Uh, no. Uh, I think like, these things get better, right? Like mm. people copy each other, they make slight improvements. So these things are going to happen that way over time. Technology gets better. Yeah. Um, the ads everywhere. I think the one that was, did you see that one that blew up on Twitter last week about that someone did a drone, a drone billboard in the sky? Yes. And everyone was like, this is hugely problematic. And they were like, well, we only did it once. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, where's that going? Come on, guys. Yeah. So how do you feel about drone billboards in the sky? I just want to get you on record. So we do this thing a year later. And it's just like when a big pilot a, drone yeah. above my house. And yeah. I'm like, Tim, you see? Yeah, well, you I mean, see only for change? you. And the other things I'll do for you. I mean, Audience look. of one. <laughs> well, I mean, look, in fairness, I was like, I'm not going to put fucking videos on Facebook. Look where we are now. Yeah. And it's been a huge benefit to my career. Uh, and I, I can't I can't deny that. <laughs> it's, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating to be required to use this platform that you do fundamentally disagree with. Because like one thing with the advertising, and like I do get it. But like, did you know on YouTube, there's like a thing, strong profanity. Yeah. Which is like one of the, one of, you, you tell them what you think your video contains. Yeah. And they assign you advertising based on that. And like the cleaner the video, the better, the more advertising money you get, which is why children's YouTube is a fucking payday. Do you know what the three words are that are considered strong profanity? Uh, no. I, I want to say something. Is there any racially motivated? There, there is There is one Racially motivated, racially motivated word. Yeah, it is the the N word, everyone's yep. favorite. There's the F word, not fuck. Yep, the homophobic one. The homophobic one, and then there is cunt. Really, cunt made it. Congrats. The, Do you think we're like being Australian and both of us genuinely being like cunt made it? Oh yeah. wow, I could say that one. Yeah, one of my investors kept. Uh, we have an we have an Australian investor and an American investor, and at the dinner with the American investor, he was very amused by the female Australian investor saying. Cunt repeatedly. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like a like an oddity. Yeah. Like oh like look, a, look like at a, this. Yeah, like a specimen of you know. Look at look at them. Know, look like at them having their own culture. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the uh, the have developed their own way of talking. Yeah. Lovely. Um, I don't know why the fucking American guy was English <laughs> for that. Yeah. I don't really do accents very well. Um, but yeah, like I, the thing that I find weird about that is like that presupposes that cunt is offensive to everybody everywhere, which as any Australian will tell you, no, is not. Yeah. Like that. That's a very American. View because like a yeah. there's a bunch of other racial slurs yeah like that just are not a problem apparently mm. apparently <laughs> I haven't I'm not game to try them yeah I'm not gonna chuck yeah. a video and see how my ads do yeah and then the other one is like what if a black guy says that word in the video yeah is he then hampered from his advertising I'm gonna say yes you think so yeah it's like that black and white I, I don't mean, think fuck, that was a horrible yeah. turn of phrase for me yeah. but yeah. you know. I don't think they are going to have the content moderation capability to Neither check do that. I, which seems mean. 
Yeah. To have that slur continue to, you know, hamper black people. Maybe. Right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. That seems like a weird... But that seems like it would have had more coverage if it was a... That is... I, I will screenshot it and send it to you because okay. I, I have to pick it because every fucking video has me saying cunt in it. Yeah. And they're treating me like I'm saying some other words that you'll Which notice I'm not saying here either. Yep. Perfect. Spotify as well, I'm assuming. Uh, Spotify, no, I think Spotify, you just do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, that, I got a, I got a distributor, I don't know. I've never dealt with Spotify directly. Yeah. They're like yeah, a step, they're a bit nightmarish step removed, you know? Yeah, difficult. But yeah, it's very fascinating. Anyway, look, we kind of got off topic there, but I think we should come back in a year. Yep. Where is it? Yeah. November 21st. That's when we're recording better. this. I think better. Like, and look, it's a dumpster fire. It's been a dumpster fire for five years. It's underperformed while Jack Dorsey owned both it and Square and ran both of them at the same time while also in a silent retreat in Africa. Um, like, it needs a CEO and it needs someone opinionated. And I think, like, it'll be better for it whether or not, like, I think we'll see engagement continue to rise. We'll see them build a decent subscription product that does okay, but not that well. And then mm. they'll hopefully get the ad product a little bit better. Mm. It probably does better, but it's also going to be a lot smaller from a cost-based perspective, so... I think it probably makes sense at some point in the year. So, like, smaller in the cost base, but will, will we feel any of that as, like, Twitter users? Will there be, like... I any? doubt it. Because, like, everyone was doing their, like, obituaries, like, three days ago. Nobody does anything that complex on Twitter. In Like, like, like it's a very complex uh, live information. Like, it's, its infrastructure side is very, very complicated. Mm-hmm. But he will replace the infrastructure engineers. Um, it's not that part of the team that's costly. Um, it's nobody does anything complicated. It's not like there is a really complicated video product. It's not like there is um, much as an as like a you know system for doing ads. It's not much like there's much there. So I think mm. like it's a simple business relatively um, compared to other social networks. And I think it'll be scaled back, and then we won't see anything different except for some new features come to the the blue side of things. The the blue side is in the subscription product. Subscription product, not as in the yeah. Do you think that'll be noticeable? Do you think we'll kind yeah. of just get some spicier? Spicy little opinions coming out. I think it might like Redditify a little bit where there is more like stratification of information. Like you get more of your own bubble. Okay. You don't feel like you get that already? I mean, I feel like... A little bit, but Everything not, I see on Twitter is just... It has more chaos cross-pollination. Okay. We'll revisit it in a year. Yeah. More to valuable, it. less valuable? More valuable. It'll be more not, valuable? Not than 44 billion. Like he'll still be underwater because... The markets are down eighty percent, but sure. it's, I would like let's say it's worth ten bill now. Yeah, maybe it's worth. Wait, are you saying it's worth ten bill now? Yeah, like he's lost thirty-four million on that. Thirty-four billion. Thirty-four billion on that. Fuck, my math today is no good. Yeah. Thirty-four billion on that immediately. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, like driving a new car off the lot. It's like suddenly. Yeah, it's it's got that used car problem. Fuck, that's so hectic. Yeah, but it's private now, right? So it's not priced. I think they were trying to sell the debt on it for 60 cents on the dollar, which is a good sign that it's down worth, not worth much. Oh, okay. All right, Tim Doyle, does, uh, do you want people to follow you on Twitter? Uh, After you know, all while this? you still can. <laughs> while you still can, absolutely. If you want to see some very specific venture capitalist content. Yeah, or, like, or me filled with regret about things I've said previously. You know? <laughs> I haven't said any backward steps so far. All right, till next time. Thank you. All right, that was my chat with CEO Tim Doyle, my friend. I did just want to say one quick thing. Uh, When we actually wrapped up the interview, (laughs) as always happens with a fucking podcast, the second you wrap it up, a genuine conversation occurs. And Tim just pointed out that one thing that Elon Musk has done with every one of his companies 
uh, Tesla, the Bohr company, just kind of everything. He's inserted himself into the narrative of the company. Like he's very much kind of driven driven the companies that he's owned forward with his own personality by turning it into the soap opera. Like in the same way that American politics is designed in a way to create this kind of soap opera type drama because there's not mandatory voting. So you need to create the drama and the intrigue to get people mobilized in order to vote. Whereas Australian political parties do the best they can to bore you out of your fucking mind so you don't actually engage in the process that much and then just vote for whoever you think represents your interests. It just saves a lot of time on policy. Anyway, I thought that was very interesting because, you know, not only is Elon Musk acting in good faith, even though the way that it's portrayed, like, you won't believe what Elon did now, but he's doing what he's always done to build these companies. And, you know, I'd say if he's doing it, it's probably the right call because I don't know if you've heard, he's the richest man in the world. That's why he can cop a $34 billion loss on purchasing Twitter. $34 billion. And you can just imagine having enough money to cop a $34 billion loss. Like, I'm not an economist, uh, as you could tell by some of the <laughs> complete errors in user statistics that I quoted around Twitter. Um, but I think losing $34 billion would bankrupt some countries. I think that would actually be greater than their GDP. So, who knows? Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the chat. I hope you enjoyed something a little bit different from me. I hope I didn't seem like too much of a dumb cunt. I hope that I asked enough questions to make you feel like you understood Elon Musk buying Twitter better. I definitely feel like I do now uh, because Tim kind of broke it down very simply. Um, You know, if you you are in Australia and do need some dick pills, get around Pilot. Uh, You can definitely do that. Uh, But otherwise, if you are enjoying the podcast, I'd love two favors from you. Uh, if you If you could subscribe to it because I don't know when I'm releasing episodes yet. I haven't quite cracked the code uh, of when I should be putting these things out. But the other thing is if you could get in touch with me on any of my various forms of social media and let me know if there's a day that you think this thing should come out. At the moment, a thought occurs to me. I interview someone about it or I can't find anyone to interview. I talk about it myself. Hint, hint what next week's episode might entail. Uh, But yeah, I'd love to know when you guys would want to listen to this because... I have a very irregular schedule. Get in touch with me at Dan Muggleton, whatever form of social media you do prefer. Uh, Hope you have a good week. I'll catch you next time. Keep on tweeting. Ugh, no, I don't agree with that at all.